Let's go to New York, where Donald Trump has been arrested, and depending on whether you listen to his detractors or his supporters, hauled before the courts, where he now faces criminal charges. As we heard in the news bulletin, he's pleaded not guilty to 34, 34 felony charges, including falsifying business records. I've just been looking at the front page of the Mail Online. They calculate that if it's the maximum sentence of four years for each felony and there are 34, 34 felonies, he faces up to, up to, is doing a lot of semantic heavy lifting here, up to 136 years in prison. Let's go straight to our man in Washington, Simon Marks. Hi to you, Simon. Well, Colin, hi to you. Far be it for me to contradict the mail, um, but actually he would only face up to four years in jail because all of these cases are taken as one. So he doesn't get uh, four years on each of the 34 counts. It would be a maximum possible jail sentence uh, of four years. And very few legal analysts uh, uh, think, given that he's a first-time offender, uh, that he would even receive that. But there is no question that this is a momentous day uh, in American political and legal history. History, and it isn't over yet. Uh, Donald Trump is now on his way back to his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, determined to have the last word at least today after an entirely tacit appearance at the Manhattan Criminal Court, barring the moment when he pleaded not guilty to the charges that he faces. He plans to address the American public tonight from Florida. 8.15pm here on the East Coast. You will hear it live at 1.15 in the morning here on LBC. Uh, it will be his first opportunity to hit back at the charges levelled against him today by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York State law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. Now, in the 90 minutes since Trump left the courthouse, we have learnt much more about those charges. Not just one hush money payment made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels, but two others. $150,000 to former Playboy model Karen McDougal, who, like Ms. Daniels, planned to spill the beans on her affair with Trump, and $30,000 payments uh, to a doorman at Trump Tower, who claimed to know that Donald Trump had fathered a child outside marriage. The district attorney is alleging a conspiracy to engage in so-called catch-and-kill operations to prevent damaging stories from being made public through the pages of the National Enquirer tabloid. Its publisher and CEO is a longtime friend of the former president and allegedly helped engineer the suppression of damaging stories. The reason the DA is going after the falsification of business records is because he says Donald Trump didn't want the electorate to know about the payments for fear that knowledge might damage his election prospects in 2016 against Hillary Clinton. At its core, this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white-collar cases. Allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal 
before the law. Donald Trump was in court for an hour after being fingerprinted and formally arrested, but there was no mugshot taken of arguably the world's most famous man and no handcuffs. The former president denies all the charges. He raged on social media today about what he calls prosecutorial misconduct and a radical left plot by what he calls the Biden regime to halt his prospects of winning the Republican Party's nomination in next year's presidential election. His lawyers spoke to reporters after the hearing. First, Joe Takapina. Today's unsealing of this indictment shows that the rule of law died in this country because while everyone is not above the law, no one's below it either. And if this man's name was not Donald J. Trump, there is no scenario we'd all be here today. Please understand that based on these charges, normally in an indictment you have alleged facts. So they said that this was a false business record entry to aid and abet another crime without saying what the other crime was. And then the former president's new legal eagle appointed only yesterday. Former federal prosecutor Todd Blanche described Donald Trump's mood. He's frustrated, he's upset, but I'll tell you what, he's motivated and it's not going to stop him and it's not going to slow him down and it's it's exactly what he expected and so to that extent there's no surprise. Donald Trump was warned today by the judge over his inflammatory use of language on social media and in fundraising emails. He's attacked his prosecutor as a radical left political operative and in the last few hours has savaged the judge at today's arraignment as well as the judge's wife and his daughter. But tonight, Donald Trump returns to Florida to have the last word and in the absence of a mugshot, he's mocked one up. Trump supporters are being offered a t-shirt with a fake image of a Trump mugshot emblazoned with the slogan not guilty. The cost $47, a reference there Colin to Trump's continuing determination to become America's 47th president. The criminal charges against him notwithstanding. And Simon build a war chest to fight the next election campaign. If you look at the polling this has not damaged him. If anything it's enhanced his prospects of re-election. I note he's set to appear in person in court again December the 4th That's pretty close to the Republican primaries. These things have the appearance of, well, not deliberately, obviously, but you can see the linkage there between how it could provide that next hearing a springboard to the primaries. Well, I think it's actually worth just pointing out that, I mean, December the 4th is an extraordinarily long way away from where we are in April, and that's only going to be the next hearing in this mm. uh, case, which suggests this uh, trial, if it ever comes to trial, will drag on all the way through uh, the election campaign itself. And there are some legal analysts that don't even believe the trial will necessarily occur uh, before uh, America's date at the polls in November uh, of next year. Uh, you're absolutely right. By the time December rolls around, we are all getting our sweaters and jumpers out and preparing to trudge through the snows in New Hampshire and Iowa uh, for the primaries and caucuses that will determine who will be the next presidential candidate for the Republican Party. And Donald Trump today was able to point to a new Reuters Ipsos poll published only yesterday uh, that shows his lead over all his rivals, those already declared and those presumed to be declared ring has widened. He now enjoys a 29 percentage point advantage over the second placed uh, rival, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who has not yet uh, officially declared that he's running for the presidency. And the poll, interestingly, also discovered that that Trump's lead was widening even as a majority of Republican voters say they believe that Trump made uh, hush money payments (laughs) to Stormy Daniels in a bid to... uh, 
try and uh, boost his prospects in the 2016 presidential election. So among Republicans, this criminal case at least is not currently damaging him, but his lawyers have to worry about other charges that may soon be heading in Donald Trump's direction from other jurisdictions. Because remember, you've got criminal investigations underway in Georgia over election interference and here in Washington, D.C. at the Department of Justice over his alleged mishandling of classified documents and his role instigating the deadly uprising on Capitol Hill uh, on January the 6th, two years ago. Simon, the the boards are lighting up. Lots of people have strong opinions of this that they're keen to share with the rest of us. So just a a couple of quick-fire questions. Um, Could he go to prison? And could he he pardon himself if re-elected as president? Yes and yes. He can absolutely go to prison for up to four years based on these charges. Uh, Most uh, legal analysts think that any sentence is unlikely, any lengthy sentence is unlikely, and probation would be uh, the most substantial outcome he can expect. And uh, the answer to the question, can he pardon himself, never been done before, but absolutely. Simon, thanks very much indeed. And just for the avoidance of doubt, I was saying brilliant there to the brevity of the reply, not the fact that he might go to prison.